In the name of the living God, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Here at Christ the Redeemer, every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This being the first day of the week, we begin our week by gathering together, by reading scripture together, by praying together and receiving communion with God and one another. It's a fantastic way to start a week. And the first Sunday of the month at CTR, we begin the sermon with a children's message. So if you are young or young at heart, you are welcome to come forward a little closer to the sanctuary. Shores, okay. Near what state? Alabama. Where, what's the furthest place y'all been? Maybe this will help. Right away, of course. So, where are we? You know? Yeah, Texas right here, Florida, okay. Um, Gold Shores, Alabama right here, Florida's over here. Anybody been further than that? You've been to South Africa. That's a, that's pretty far away, away. Yeah. Um, Y'all know where Miss Daria's from? She's from right around here. How about uh, Mr. Pita? So you know Christian Emma Pita, right? You know where Mr. Pita's from? Right around here. Kind of a long way away from from Fort Worth, huh? Uh, what about Jesus? Where was Jesus born? You know where? Yes, born in Bethlehem. You know, you know what country that's in now, or what general area? Here, okay, close. There you go. Yeah, the country in Israel. Very, very small place right here, and all the way over here is us. As we said. Miss Dar's over here, Miss Shakia's over here. You know what's cool about this map? Is that God created all of it, right? And God created you. You know why God created you? Any ideas why God created you? Because he wanted to. Because he loves you that much. He wanted you to be here. God loves us so much, God loves the world so much that he sent Jesus to be born right around here to live as one of us, to die for our sins, to show us that there is an everlasting life, to prepare us for an eternal life. So 
to Jesus and all these other people, and God's family is all over this world, from here to there, from there to here. What, what do we call God's family? Give me a hint. It starts with a C, and it rhymes with search. <laughs> what building are we in right now? Yeah, yeah church. <laughs> church is the name of God's family. So, not this week, but next week, a lot of us from here are going to visit the church, the, the family of God in Malawi. Where's Malawi? Continent of Africa towards the south of Africa, but north of South Africa. <laughs> yeah, it is confusing. It's, it's this country right here. Right there is, is Malawi. And here's where we are, right? So they're going far away, right? So maybe there's a couple things that we can do for them because they're traveling so far. The first thing that I know we can do is we can pray for them, okay? Every day or every other day, you can be with siblings or with your parents, and you can pray for the Malawi mission team, okay? Second thing we can do is send them cards. I think we've already written a couple of them, but few people are not that much older than you, and they're gonna go all that way away, so maybe we can send them a card that they can read while they're in Malawi, right? The third thing is we can, when they return, ask how it was. Maybe they have a really cool school story to share about God acting, and they, they would like to share with you. And, and so when they come back, we should ask, how'd it go? What do you want to share with me? And then maybe one day, when y'all are a little older, y'all can go on a mission trip too. How's that sound? Yeah? All right, shall we pray? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have created us and that you love us. Thank you that you created this entire world, and that uh, through the various countries, uh, your family is the church. So we pray for our Malawi mission team, pray that you would prepare them mentally and physically and, and spiritually. We pray that they would have uh, a powerful experience of, of the risen Christ and be able to come back and share that with us. All these things we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you. And just, be, just to be clear, that, that's for us adults too. Uh, next week when the Malawi mission team leaves, we need to be praying for them. Uh, I know we have a prayer rota. I, I think it's about full, but in the back in the information table or, or on, the, on the other table, if you haven't signed up to pray for people, please do so. Uh, they need our prayers. Uh, we can write a couple cards. I think there's still some cards back in the youth room, so after the service today, feel free to go back, back there, write a card to team members that, that we will give them before they leave so they can read while they're there. And then we should definitely ask them how it went when they return. We're very excited about our first international mission trip. This, this is what God does. He is a God of mission. He, he goes out to seek and to save and to serve. And he sends us on these missions. In our gospel reading today from Matthew chapter 10, 
Jesus sends 12 of his disciples out on mission. And after giving them some direction and, and communicating some expectations, Jesus then says something that we may not like to hear. He says, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus is very open that what he brings will cause divisions in families. And anyone who, live, who loves his life more than him will find themselves without him. Pretty hard words. Not usually the verses we like to use as encouragement. So maybe I can start with this. We can't use one portion of scripture over and against others. In several other places of the gospel and all throughout the letters of Paul, the message is that yes, Jesus offers and he brings peace. After his resurrection, the first words he says is peace be with you. Eight days later, he shows up again and says, peace be with you. So we must view scripture as a whole and not elevate some places and deny other places. We have to wrestle with the small sections while keeping the bigger picture in view. The division that Jesus talks about, the, the sword that he brings is that line in the sands. Simply put, Jesus says, you're with me or you're not. And my brothers and sisters, there, there are plenty of reasons to choose to be on Jesus' side. Off the top of my head, I can think of life. That's pretty good, right? Freedom as Americans, that's something we value. What about truth and goodness and beauty? How about forgiveness, joy, meaning, and purpose? And I, I can go on and on and on, but another big thing is peace. And what I really mean is, is an inner peace, a, a peace that transcends understanding, a peace that is not affected by external conditions like the keynote not being exactly prepared, right? <laughs> you see, every day we're busy. We're going from one place to the next, and most of our day is filled with noise. If we, if we actually ever catch ourselves alone, what do we do? We pull out our phones and we go on some social app. Maybe we turn on music. Maybe we just turn on the TV. We're not actually watching TV. We just, we just want some background noise. And that's exactly what it is. It's noise. We don't like silence. It's something that we have to cultivate and practice. So, excuse me. So last week, uh, I was at... Camp Cruces, our, our diocesan church camp. And I can tell you that even high school students are struggling with silence. They're struggling with, with things like anxiety and depression. So one of the first nights we were there, we got together in the chapel, about 80 to 90 people sitting there, and we had a couple exercises of silence. After reading, after meditating, we sat there. And I'll be honest, these were high school kids. A lot of them, I don't think, liked this exercise. But more than a few of them came up to me throughout the week and said that they loved it and they hope to continue 
doing it, to actually sit in silence with our, Lord, with our Lord and just be still with him. The word they, they kept saying was peace. How peaceful it was. How much they felt God's peace. And that truly is what Jesus offers. And it can be so overwhelming at Camp Cruces, as many of us know. It's, it's the presence of Christ that brings about peace. So as we start another week, I'd, I'd encourage us to know that the sword of Jesus draws a line in the sands. And he invites us to be with him on his side. If we choose that side, if we choose his side, he offers an internal peace no matter what the external surroundings. So maybe once, maybe twice, maybe every day this week, we can sit with our Lord in silence for 10 minutes, five minutes, and then let that peace of God fill our hearts and our minds. All of this for his glory, now and forever. Amen.